Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place. Like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Good morning, crypto. Go, oh, my bad. Hold on a second, folks. A little technical difficulties. Good morning, Warrior Maniacs. And how are you? My bad. Hold on a second, folks. A little technical difficulties. Uh-oh. Good morning, Warrior Maniacs. And how are you? I've got uh, something in the background here is echoing. Something in the background here is echoing. Okay, you got to love these technical difficulties today. Does anybody have? Uh, let's see. Here we go. All right. Now I got it. Sorry, guys, about that. We were having some technical difficulties today, but we are live now. My name is Johnny Crypto with a K, and I'm wishing all you beautiful people a great day. So, unfortunately, Abs couldn't make it today. He's traveling around the world. I think he's looking for his next island home or boathouse. Not sure exactly what's happening out there today, but wherever you are, brother, we love you. We uh, we wish you good luck out there. Well, I am happy to say I'm joined by several of our 3T family members today and the man who started it all. He's sporting the tank top, the beard, the Moldavite necklace, and a heart full of love. CJV in the house. We also have, along with her, him, the always smiling and styling, happy, joyful Jackie. And last but not least, Coach calls him the NFT king. I call him the NFT prince because I believe his king is still alive. We got NFT tones in the house. All right, so today, good morning, crypto. We'll be discussing the banking agenda for 2023. Where do you see what's item number three? We got the U.S. court ruling that left Celsius holders holding the bag. We'll talk about that. Crypto conglomerate that backed Genesis is exiting crypto. Kathy Woods is buying the dip. Stick around to find out what she's happening into. We've got attorneys giving their views on what happens to XRP if it wins the SEC settlement. We'll have a fireside chat with the XRP uh, royalty founder. And which is launching in about five days. The French Central Bank is pushing for crypto regulations. Cardano's three major releases and our top story of the day, XRP getting relisted by one major exchange. So uh, with that said, our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those, those of you listening live, 
uh, via podcast. Our show is live on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern time on the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So with that said, before we hop into it, folks, I'm going to kick it around the room and see how everybody's doing. And I'm going to start at the top. CJV, it's been a while since we see you. How you doing, Coach? Phil said, how's things going, brother? Oh, it's the greatest time in here. I've been waiting for this year since 2020. It's the greatest time in human history. We've been preparing for this mentally, physically, spiritually, and the time has come. The time has come for the Warriors to rise. I'm feeling yeah. great. That's fantastic. And Warriors rise is what we yeah. want to see happening. Yeah. We're going to keep going down the list here. NFT Tones in the house. You look a little spiffy. I don't know if that hair is wet or, or what's happening over there, but how are you doing, kid? Yeah, I'm doing fantastic. Glad to be here with Coach. It's been a long time, and I, I'm excited. We have a lot of great things coming up. We got a lot of great news, and XRP is really coming back. I, I, I'm excited for everything that's been going on in, with XRP. Well, that's awesome. We'll hop into that, too. And then last but not least, the joyful one herself, Jackie. Great to see you. How are you doing there today, kiddo? I'm doing great, guys. So excited to be on with Coach JV. Um, I saw Waters Above was in the chat, too. So much love, Waters Above. We're so grateful for you and what you bring to our community as well. And yeah, guys, let's kick it off. I'm excited. Yes, I'm going to just follow up. With four days. Show. Is it four days? Five days. Four days. We're getting there. Yes. Five, uh, four, four days and so many hours. We're getting there. And I just want to give a shout out to the Wolf Pack, too. Ooh, to the Wolf Pack. We love you guys. Thank you for following us and Waters Above. A friend of the show, and soon we'll have him on again. We love that guy; he's fantastic. I'll tell you what; he's really helped us out with all his, uh, you know, his his uh, gematria and stuff that he does is just fascinating and amazing. If you guys haven't checked him out, go to his channel. He is really, really good, man. The guy's amazing. Um, so, with that said, uh, let me just share the screen here and hop into the story. So, we'll start out like we always do. We're sharing our our Good Morning Crypto channel. Come follow us here for latest news and notes and things that we have here. And with that said, let's hop into the day. So we'll sit with the fear and greed index. We're sitting at just a typical 26, which is still older than half our crew that we have here on this channel right now. But, uh, you know, nothing really to talk about here other than the fact that we're just sitting in the mid 20s. Uh, a great time to, as I like to say, replace fear with buy and greed to sell. Right. So we're looking at, um, you know, an accumulation period. And we've been sitting in this sideways accumulation for quite some time. Let's take a look at it and see what the what it looks like today from the crypto bubbles perspective. So today, it uh, looks like we got, a, uh, I'd say, more of a red day than a greenish day. But we do have one that's popping over there. So we got Hex uh, out there happening and also Nexo a little bit there, a little Cardano happening. Let's see what it looks like overall today from a uh, total market cap. We've got 818 Billion dollar market cap today. And if we go through the list, we've got Bitcoin sitting around 16.8. Doesn't seem to really be moving much. Ethereum 12.60. We've got BNB around 259. Doge to the moon, as everybody likes to say, it's seven cents. <laughs> Cardano, 27 cents. Amazing. Uh Polygon, 76 cents. Dot four dollars and sixties. I remember when I remember when when uh, when someone was first talking about dot a while ago, it was eight bucks. That's amazing. Solano trying to kick back, fight back at $13. And let's hop on down to, let's see if we can find Quant. Stellar, $0.07. Cents. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. Agalgaron, $0.18. Cents. And uh, let's see, where is Quant? I don't see it on Chili's, $0.10. Cents. So with that said, I'm going to kick it around the room to see what we're thinking. Coach, you know, kind of kind of looking at where the market's going and what's happening. What have you been doing? Are you looking at anything? Are you accumulating? Are you sitting on the sidelines? How are you handling this uh, this market at this point in time? 
Yeah, I'll tell you guys exactly what I've been doing. So I've been sharing on the back end of the year. I worked off to pay off all worldly debt. So I got completely debt free uh, and I'm stacking cash right now. So I've kept my dollar cost averaging going. The only thing that I ramped up in uh, DCA was uh, Ethereum. So I'm really bullish on Ethereum and stacking Ethereum. Uh, my mindset is really about diversification and looking at the reading the book, Intelligent Investor. This is the greatest time to build wealth family, the greatest time to build wealth. So I'm DCAing into my fundamental cryptocurrencies. I'm starting to look at land. I seek wise counsel with you. I'm going to be waiting until the back end of this year. So I'm, you know, about July up until about December, um, focusing on stacking up my leverage life insurance. We're diversified in business. I think we're, I think we have enough businesses right now as a team. I think we need to chill for a second. We're going to go deep in business. And so what I'm doing is I'm working to get access to as much capital as I can. What I mean by that is cash. Now, has that narrative changed? Yeah. 24 months ago, we wanted to get that cash out of our pockets into assets that we're going to appreciate. But when that came collapsing down, now cash is king, which is, it's kind of sounds like we're talking about out both sides of our ass, but your strategy needs to change with the markets, right? So right now I'm working to get as much cash accumulation as I can. When the markets come pulling down really heavy, I'll be buying intrinsic value companies or intrinsic value cryptos and then holding them long-term. The one thing I will do differently is I will pull more profits in the bull run. Yes. And you know, because you said something that's so important. I talk about this all the time is it is so important to recognize when the decisions we make maybe aren't the right ones going forward anymore. And to be able to adjust and change your mind to know that, okay, what I thought back then maybe doesn't apply anymore. And the quicker and sooner you shift, the better. And a lot of people look at that as a bad thing. Like, oh, I made a mistake. No, that's good. The sooner you know that you're heading down the wrong direction and you and you switch your strategy, and that's with anything in life, you're going to end up in a much better place. So I'm uh, happy to hear you say that. Yeah, you're right. One, two years ago, we thought one way. Now we know a different way. And you know, people like to criticize folks for changing their mind. Like, no, you should be proud. It takes a man, you know, I always call it man, a man to admit when you made a mistake, when you're doing something wrong, and readjust your your philosophy to make sure you're moving the right strategy. So that's awesome to hear that. All right. Uh, Jackie, anything particular looking out there uh, in this marketplace or, or, or um, anything that you're interested in looking at purchasing or are you just kind of sitting on the sideline accumulating as well? Same same uh, strategy. Um, I think that that's genius strategy. You look at a lot of the big investors. We're going to actually go over kind of some stuff that Kathy Wood said today. Um, she, you know, she's been doing that same thing, you know, accumulating Ethereum, accumulating Bitcoin. So smart, smart investment strategies. Sounds good. Sounds good. Tones, any NFTs, any gaming things you're looking at people should be aware of what's happening on your front? Uh, I've just been paying attention to Gala, Playable, and Myra because those are the three big node ones for video games. So those are the three that I'm paying attention to right now. Yeah, the node word became a bad word in 2021, but I do believe those three ones you mentioned and those nodes could have some promise. So we'll see. We'll see Thomas, how that you never mentioned X royalty. I'm so disappointed. It, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> I named, I named coin. That should be the first one out of your mouth. <laughs> I named uh -oh. to be fair, not projects. Tones getting whipped by his little sister there. Uh, <laughs> all right, Tones, make sure you get XR worthy on your list. All right, so let's kick it off today with our first article today, Banking Regulatory Agendas in 2023. So important to see where the banks are going because, folks, we know at the end of the day, the, the banks need to drive all the agendas in the world. So uh, banking regulators are expected to focus on capital requirements, resolvability, among other things in 2023. I found this article fascinating because they actually show the agenda here of the top six items. And, you know, they say here, 
Um, they'll also be paying attention to stable coins and other type of cryptocurrencies, climate related financial risks, um, new rules and things like that. So take a look at this agenda. I'll see if I can make it a little bit bigger here. Let's see. Um, so they, the six items are capital requirements, M&A reviews. Look at number three, folks. Cryptocurrency regulation on the agenda for 2023 for the central banks. Resolvability, community reinvestment, and climate financials. So it says here the banking they want they want the banking system to be strong, to be well capitalized, and to be able to raise capital, which is interesting because it's a debt based system. But at the same time, they don't want there to be a risk to the public, and especially not to the taxpayer if these firms need to be uh, be resolved publicly, because obviously then it falls on the taxpayer to handle that, and they want to avoid those kind of situations. So the Fed Vice Chairman uh, for Supervision, Michael Barr, in September said that he would address capital requirements this fall, um, but he failed. (laughs) We have not seen that yet. The Basel Committee on the Bank Supervision, and we talked about Basel right here, well, not on this show, but I want to coach JV show. You can go find that video about six months ago. We were ahead of the times. Uh, supervision of the international body was supposed to be working on capital requirements that was supposed to be set and ready to go by January 1st of this year. So, Coach, I remember you talking a little bit about that. We talked about the uh, the Basel Three system. I don't know if you wanted yep. to t- touch a little bit about yep. – I know you're in the banking industry and tell folks a little bit about what does that mean for banks. Yeah, so basically we saw it happening in 2020. Johnny and I were recognizing this, that they were changing regulation as, as the C word is going on. As, as we always say, we're going to say the same thing every time. As you look this way, there's a whole nother narrative going on this way. So as they lock you down in your house, they're changing the banking system's rule. We went, we're going from LIBOR to CIFOR or SOFOR to LOFOR. LIBOR to so forth or whatever. So there's interest rate changes happening, which are going to, we have no idea what that's going to do to the, to the, to the markets, right? So you have Basel three was changing. So what that means is uh, banks had to have um, gold on reserves, actual physical gold versus paper gold to hold tier one riskier assets. At the same time, I think it was the BIS announced that the uh, Bank of International Settlements said that now that they, they can have a certain amount of their um, assets in cryptocurrency. And I love that you saw showed that part where the climate change family, I'm telling you right now, climate change is going to be the narrative. Russia invaded Ukraine last year with the supply chain management and the SWIFT system. That started the, the process. Now we're going to go into climate change. This whole year, you're going to see the worst weather than you've ever seen. You're going to see the food shelves empty, and it's going to be all the narrative to move us into a climate change. Well, whatever you if you I, I don't know about climate, I'm not a scientist, but what I do know is there's a problem reaction solution. So what you're going to see is companies, if they want funding, they're going to have to go into zero carbon. That's just how it's going to work. And so you're going to see that. They put it right in their agenda there, cryptocurrency regulation. 2022 was to show you cryptocurrency is a fraud. 2023, the heroes are going to come in with regulation and they're going to save you with the central bank digital currency. So we're going to say, hey, guys, you can't, you know, your your business need to shut down because of weather, all this stuff. And now you need to move into zero carbon. So you're not going to get your funding. The middle class, I've been telling people, the middle class, you have to start reskilling. You have to start looking at technology. If you're in a company and you do not have an innovative CEO, I would highly recommend you either be the person to innovate or you start reskilling yourself for your future jobs. That's I'm just going to warn people. Climate change is the next narrative. No question about it, Coach. They've been talking about carbon credits and ways to control companies. They know that's one way to do it. There, There's no question about it that that is coming. Uh, one of the agendas they hop on here, we'll talk into, you touched a bit on it, is cryptocurrencies. They know that they need that for a solution. It says here, banks are looking for rules from the agencies related to the stable coin and other cryptocurrency transactions, which have not been regulated as much as traditional financial services. 
Obviously, in lieu of the, of the FTX trading debacle, that has raised it uh, to a higher level. They do say here stable coins are in. They talk a lot about stable coins, and they're intended to be different from other crypto and that their values are pegged to to assets. The stable coin in particular is an urgent risk, they say. Get this. This is very interesting because it could impact the public's trust in the dollar. So the, now they're trying to say that because stable coins might be failing, that that means then the dollar is better. Kind of to create this false narrative of that all of a sudden, like the dollar would have an impact on whether a stable coin uh, fails or not, which really doesn't make sense. But the government has a responsibility, it says here. This is what I found fascinating, right? So they're using the stable coin as a narrative to say the government has a responsibility to make sure that the public trust is not eroded because of that. So I think we're going to see the very first regulation coming out, Jackie, that's going to be around stable coins and not necessarily the entire crypto market. But I'm curious of your thoughts on that. Do you see it the same way or do you think something different is going to be happening here? That they're going to be regulation. In terms of regulation, do you think they'll focus on stable coins or they call cryptocurrency as a whole? Um, I think there's going to be a huge focus on stable coins first. Um, and then, and then obviously with regulations of that, I think it'll carry over into cryptocurrencies. Um, but I, that list that you showed Johnny, um, with the pictures, if you could bring that back up, that, that was something that was big telling into, I, I just, yeah, that, so the capital requirements, the, the M and reviews, um, M and A is mergers and acquisitions. So we just saw a ton of insolvents. Um, companies insolvent and, you know, the acquisition of companies by larger companies. And so this is, you know, everyone's kind of gathering together into one group. And um, now they're bringing about regulation by, um, you know, single companies at the top that are that are acquiring everything else. So I think that that was just really interesting. Um, we saw that come to pass over that last year and we, we touched on that. But yeah, and it, it, that's kind of the that's kind of the. Um, not disappointing thing, uh, but kind of a a charge that we ourselves want to want to have a hand in is we don't want um, all regulation to come just from just from the top centralization. Um, obviously, that's that's what is coming. But if we can, you know, kind of do the strategies of, of what we've been talking about as far as doing what they do and not what they say, you know, then we were, we will be able to make a shift in that and change the game, you know? So kind of, kind of good to, to keep your eyes open. Yeah. makes sense, Jackie. And I want to pull up a comment here. Uh, welcome wanderer to the show. There's no such thing as a dumb question. So we're glad you're here. We love, uh, we love seeing new people come join the show and learn. That's exactly why we're here folks. So, uh, glad, you know, happy you can make it here. So just moving on here in the storyline, again, we talked about climate. They say um, priorities assessing climate-related financial risks. In 2023, they want to conduct micro-prudent scenario analysis, but it won't have any direct capital supervision implications. But what I found was interesting, Tones, was check out the, check out the, check out the banks that are going to be doing this, right? So the pilot's going to include Bank of America, Citigroup, Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan, Stanley, and Wells Fargo. Gee, I wonder who owns all six of those banks. Toads. Very, very interesting. I'm sure it's no coincidence that these are all driven by the same industry, or I should say almost owned by a lot of the same folks here in that in that space. But uh, wondering on your thoughts, Tones, how do you think this is going to impact the entire space, this agenda for 2023 that's coming in the banking industry? 
I mean, to be honest, I feel like this could really be a good thing that would really help the industry because once we get regulation, people won't be so scared. A lot of people are scared because there is no regulation. So once we get regulation into this industry, I feel like a lot more people will feel that relief and they will actually come into this because then they won't be so scared that there is no regulation. Everyone's scared because there is no regulation. So I feel like once there is regulation, everybody won't have that fear because then they know crypto is already being looked at. There's ways that I just feel like things will be completely different once that this happens. Yeah, I totally agree with you. There's no question and doubt in my mind that when regulation comes, we're not going to see it. You know, I like to always say high tide rises, rises all boats. We're going to see a tsunami. We're going to see a, a tidal wave of money that's going to flood into this space. It's sitting on the sidelines and it just can't come in right now because of the fact that these institutions cannot go against the SEC. They can't risk it. Um, it's just not possible. But that smart money will definitely come in. And we've got a comment right here. Regulation will absolutely, you are spot on, Bellino, will bring out. And guys, if you haven't checked out Bellino's work, wait till you see what's coming in the exit. This guy is amazing at what he can do. So uh, let me just continue to move on here. But yes, regulation is going to be key. But when we look today, we got a ruling that came out, I believe it was just yesterday, where the uh, U.S. court made a very, very, what they call tough ruling for Celsius users. Unfortunately, <clears throat> Well, we'll tell you what this means. So we know that Bitcoin and crypto, other crypto majors, uh, were holding pretty steadily after this news. But Celsius users, unfortunately, really received the shocking news that the crypto contagion fallout fears will continue. Uh, we, with the judge here, says users of the very popular now bankrupt crypto lending platform Celsius have been given unwelcome news from a serious-looking bloke with a wig in the U.S. The chief U.S. bank judge, Martin Glenn, has decreed that more than $4 billion in crypto that was deposited on the Celsius platform in their earn accounts do not actually, get this, guys, does not actually belong to the 600,000 customers who deposited there. Celsius halted their withdrawals, if you remember, uh, back in July because of the, the whole fallout. And the ruling says that the assets, instead of belonging to Celsius, uh, states that the assets actually belong to the Celsius estate and not the actual people. Guys, it's so important. Nobody does it. I'm guilty of this too. I never read the T's and C's, but the T's and C's stated that the company held all the rights and titles to the digital assets if you put it on their platform and you stake it or put it under their earn program. Coach, what does this tell you when you're thinking about you know future investments in crypto? And I think you were using Nexo the fact that your money really isn't your money. Right. Well, yeah, your money isn't your money in the banks either, but at least you have some sort of, well, it goes into the whole narrative. I'm just going to stay and I want to say something. Love you too, Alan, but I want to say something about climate change and I'll go into this really quickly. Yeah. So Alan, I don't know if climate change is real. So I, I have no, but what I do know is macro and microeconomics. So I love you very much. So I want to, I want to share something with people that we need to get out of the argument if something is real or not and understand what they use to move us forward. That's what's really important. So it's not an argument whether climate change is real or not. JP Morgan says billionaires use astrology and millionaires use charts. The key to this is to be non-emotional about climate change, to understand that when something happens, the, the earth is heating up right now. That's a fact. If you watch Greg Brandon, it happens. People act crazy. People get weird around when the earth heats up. It's a cyclic thing that happens over and over again, right? But the very wealthy people use those cyclic changes to create change. You can't get 8 billion people to move on to digital technology. You need to have some sort of problem. Right. 
to create a reaction chemical solution. So I love you very much. Um, again, I'm not a climate change expert. I'm a macro microeconomic expert. So let me dive into what you're saying. So with Celsius, I'm very apologetic to the people that put their stuff on the exchange. Again, it goes into the narrative. They can use that narrative to say, see, you want your stuff at Chase. You're going to want your stuff at Wells Fargo. We're going to put some FDIC insurance around that. It all goes into the whole narrative that this decentralized world doesn't work because there's no governance. And that's the big thing. I had a deep conversation with us, somebody recently about governance. It's like there, there's we need governance inside of these structures um, and they don't want us to be all decentralized. So they're, what they're saying is, let's see, you went decentralized and look what happened. Or, you know, you're, you're trying to manage your own money. Look what happened. You need a bank. So I think that's what the narrative is all about. Um, it's sad. It's really sad. It's it's unfortunate. And so that's why diversification is very important. Yeah, I could not agree with you more. We say it on this show all the time. This is the theory that we believe in. I got it written out here on my little piece of paper. We always say here, you know, oh, let me oh, let me switch this over. I'm trying to do everything at once here. Right. What we tell you all the time, guys, this is the narrative that's going to come. They're going to tell you that crypto is bad. They have to do that so they can justify why CBDCs, which, <laughs> which are not good, are good for you. That's what they're going to feed you. No question about it. Coach, you touched on something that was right next in line, uh, something most people aren't aware of, that traditional banks also, your money is not your money when you put it in there. The only difference, and you touched on this too, is that the reason why people trust banks is, well, we know the banks have an insurance called the FDIC. They'll, they'll, they'll protect up to $250,000 of your money. And as Coach just rightfully said, that does not exist today in crypto. And really, that is big, the big difference. The minute if there was some kind of insurance around, Jackie, um, the crypto industry, then I would think a lot of these fears go away. But I'm wondering, I'm curious of your thoughts of what you think. Can insurance be the solution to solve decentralization? That is a huge, you know, that that is the huge thing that kind of weighs the scales of risk and reward within crypto right now, um, you know. If, if everything was insured, I, you know, you wouldn't get as big as of gains that you have. So it really is just that uh, infantile stage where people are just making money or, or losing a ton of money and, you know, there's nothing in place to, to give it back to you. Um, but that's the, that's the game you signed up for. You know, if you're getting into crypto, then you should realize that that, you know, you're kind of taking that responsibility onto yourself. That's why when all of this stuff came out, you know, we really, we really preached heavily, not your, not your keys, not your crypto that included um, centralized exchanges. And so we really, um, you know, our listeners, we really urge them to get things off of centralized exchange. I know a lot of influencers did do that as well. Um, but taking custody of your funds and your finances, you know, there's a responsibility there. And especially if you're in something that's not, um, insured, there's even greater responsibility there. So um, I think an article like this even shows, again, that necessity to to be responsible and, and take your take your keys into your own hands and and hold your funds within yourself, um, because even even with centralized exchanges, even with banks, you know, everything coming soon, you know, all of these banks are going to try to be your, your crypto custodians as well. And so don't, I mean, if you want to get into this game and you really resonate with what, with what we're talking about, then, you know, take that responsibility on yourself to, to handle your own funds. Yeah. No question about it, Jackie. We say it all the time. Andrew says all the time, not your keys, not your coins of this show. Right. And another thing is when you're going to risk again, you only risk what you can afford to lose. Don't put the baby money don't put your baby food money, your formula food, and, and that kind of stuff into this space, guys. We know it's very, very early in this space. You want to be very careful. 
Uh, you know, they say here the fundable principle of bankruptcy code is the equality of distribution. And that basically that means simply there just will not be enough money to repay all the account holders in Celsius. Now, on the, on the good news front here, Tones, the New York attorney general says she's coming after Celsius for New York folks. And she's going to try to sue them because Alex Mashesk. Gidsky, I probably butchered his name, lied to people about the risks of investing in Celsius. So I think she's going to go after him personally. So Tones, we'll see if people get their money back. Hopefully they will in this kind of space. Um, don't know if you have any last thoughts to wrap up this article, Tones. If not, we'll move on to the next one. I mean, I just feel like this shows the importance of do your own research. You've got, you got to stay on top of this type of industry because it's constantly evolving. That's why we have hot wallets and that's why we have the nano ledger. The nano ledger. Um, there's so many different ways to actually protect yourself. And this is why you need to do the actual research and actually protect your funds because there's crazy amount of things going on. And this is why it's important to always pay attention and stay up to date. And I think this is very important what Tone said, guys. If you're new, you're getting started, you're trying to figure all this stuff out. It's very difficult. You don't have to do it alone. That's why you want to click on the link below. Join the 3T Academy. We got a free link to our Discord. You can come in the Academy. We've got over 100 courses to teach you all this stuff. We've got courses on nanos and ledgers and, and exchanges, how to get started, hot, cold wallets, cold wallets, hot wallets. I'm getting all confused myself. There's so many different wallets. We've got it all in there, guys. You come check it out. You can start from scratch and try to figure this out yourself, or you can come join the Academy surround yourself by like-minded individuals, find a tribe, some people. I mean, it's amazing that when I joined this thing two years ago, right? All, all my business partners and friends now, or everybody from the academy, I don't know, all my old friends, I don't even know them anymore. I don't even talk to them. It's just, it's amazing how, you know, a bunch of like-minded people came and man, it's so much better when you're dealing with people that you just, I can't explain it. The love around me that we have in the academy is off the charts here, guys. But anyway, I said enough. Come check out the link below. Check out the score. Don't do this thing alone. It's a very complex category in space, and that's why we've got the Academy. That's what coaches put together and the whole team. It's really, really, it's really there to help you guys. So come check that out. All right, we're going to hop into our next article of the day. Crypto conglomerate DCG closes its wealth management business. Guys, this is big news. So these guys here, Digital Currency Group, the cryptocurrency conglomerate who was behind the Genesis Global Trading Division just announced more layoffs and is shutting down its wealth management division. Um, the HQ just said here was basically coached their, their thoughts. Due to the state of the broader economic environment and prolonged crypto winter presenting significant headwinds to the industry, we made the decision to wind down, uh, wind down HQ at the end of this month. So, Coach, what's your thoughts on how something like this, where they had over $3.5 billion of assets into the crypto space, is now going to be going away? I, you know, I mean, I'm really trying to digest this. So the DCG group, they were, they're like the banking cartel. They were like connected to everything. So I'm, I'm really trying to digest. So in that article, it talks about the HQ portion is shutting down, right? Or is it the whole DCG group is shutting down? Oh, no, they talk about the HQ portion, which is the portion that was really focusing on, on crypto. Wow. So, so if someone that big is making a move like that, what that tells me, what this tells me from a 30,000 foot overview or logic view is that they know that something bigger is coming with regulation and how the big, the big banks are going to be taken over. Um, 
to be stepping out of something that large, there's something, there's something behind the scenes, or they were caught up in something really bad. Like they're, they're trying to, they're trying to do some damage control or public relations right now, and trying to. A lot of people try to step out, you know, when all the damage is happening. Then maybe yeah. news will come out later that you know, well, the Genesis thing was a disaster. So they may just be saying we're going to cut our losses on this. We'll they'll come back in another way. But um, I think just from a from a what I know and without researching a little bit deeper is that they, they must know something bigger is coming. I think what I, what I believe is going to happen, Wells Fargo, Chase, uh, all these banks you're going to have banks are now going to be custody crypto and they're going to be a service bank. That's what they're going to be. That's all they're going to be. And they're going to make their money off fee income. So banks make money in three ways, right? Capital markets, income, fee income, and interest income. Interest income is getting smashed right now with interest rates, right? Uh, Because people are going to be struggling. So capital markets, income is trading, you know, trading stuff like that. So if the market's down there with the, with the, with things like ripple and all that stuff, they're, cost to move money is so cheap now that they're going to charge you 30 cents and they're going to pay one cent. So there's going to be service banks. They're going to be like the fast food of the banking system. And they just want your crypto. They want your crypto in that bank so they can lend it out. And so velocity of money is going to go a lot faster now. And they're going to get a lot richer because the 2.9 billion unbanked people are now going to be in the system. And then they can monitor all of it and they can tax you on everything. And so it's just, you can almost, it's like silly to even to like sit back. It's like, you can see their whole game. So I don't know maybe if that has anything to do with it. I think if they're stepping out fully, I think they screwed up pretty bad. There's something something that we don't know. Yeah, that that makes sense to me too, Coach. Obviously, there's some narrative going on there that they're looking to push. But I think, as you said earlier, right, it's all about pushing people so that they can get them into those six or seven banks where we know they want to say, hey, your money is safe here. It'll be FDIC insured or your crypto, I should say. And then you're right. Then they go to the, to what, 10, 10 to 1 fractional system where they can reloan out even more fake fiat uh, or fake money, right? Unbelievable how just this, the narrative never never ends there. But Jackie, it's not all bad news. We've got DCG maybe getting out, but there are investors that are continuing to play in this space. Kathy Woods from ARK Investment, she is buying the dip. She just bought another $5 million dollars of what's called coin that's a stock symbol for coin base so kathy oh don't tell me my art oh, i was highlighted but it went away okay so anyway kathy woods invested uh, she grabbed another five million dollars of coinbase um so obviously continues to show her confidence in the crypto space even as the prices fall what does it mean to you jackie that you got somebody like kathy woods saying hey i'm gonna come in a little deeper into this space um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Even yesterday, was it yesterday? We just saw the BlackRock added Bitcoin to their to their funding as well. Um, yep. To their yeah to their global allocation fund, and then yeah, seeing seeing news come out about Kathy Wood. Um, yeah, I mean, we've been preaching right now, guys. Now is not a bad time to buy these assets. I mean, we've had we've had a huge pullback. Um, it, hey, we could go lower. I'm not making any speculative guesses, but to dollar cost average, uh, just like these big institutions, these big investors are doing, is not a bad um, is not a bad plan when it comes to when it comes to the crypto space. Uh, I think it's you know I think I think Bitcoin, I think Ethereum have already got those stamps of approval from these big institutions. So if you're somebody who's super, super hesitant to jump into anything that's um, lower on the list, I guess, as far as um, market cap or um, cryptocurrencies, then then stick safe with a plan to invest in Bitcoin and Ethereum. I mean, I always go with that ultimate, you know, macro view of it's not going to zero, so it can only go up, you know, from where we're at. 
um, eventually. So that's right, Jackie, and, and sticking to a plan and using it to be able to make sure you know when to get out and having an exit plan is a great thing to do. And we're going to show you one way you can do that right now. Have you gotten wrecked in the crypto market space or watched your crypto portfolio go all the way up and then all the way down without taking profits? If so, it's probably because you didn't have an exit plan. The good news is that doesn't need to happen anymore thanks to a new and innovative crypto tracker called Merlin. It's the smartest way to track your crypto. Merlin brings all your coins into one place so you can see all your assets across the different exchanges on one screen. You can see your total portfolio value and more importantly, your daily gains, losses, and total since inception. Merlin puts the power back in your hands so you no longer have to guess what your portfolio is doing on a daily or monthly basis. Most importantly, Merlin lets you create an exit plan and sends you notifications when your targets are reached so you no longer have to get wrecked in the marketplace. Go to MerlinCrypto.com, that's MerlinCrypto.com, and sign up for early access for our free 30-day trial and get on the wait list so you can receive an email when the product is launched this fall. Don't miss out on this new and innovative app, Merlin. It's the smartest way to track your crypto. That's right, folks. Make sure you've got an exit plan. We know that the bull market will be coming soon. We're excited that hopefully, oh, we know this Q1 of this year, we will be launching Merlin. Coach, I don't know if you wanted to say a few words about what's happening there. If not, we can continue. I would love to. Alan Alan said, did you guys? Yes, this uh, the CEO is right here. So we're rocking <laughs> and rolling out here, man. It's like this thing is, there's been so many ecosystems created throughout the 3T Warrior Academy. Merlin is going to be a billion-dollar company. I'm just putting it out there. I'm just letting you know the reason why this thing that is launching is like no other. So in business, your main goal is to solve problems that are already in the marketplace. And this solves major problems and why people get wrecked in crypto. Um, it is going to change the way you track your crypto. It's going to change the way you do your exit strategies. It's going to allow you to be in your busy life. And like a lot of us like, oh, shit, you have your we have our Excel spreadsheets. And we're like, oh, my God, it just mooned and you missed the target. So imagine getting an alert where it's like, hey, listen, you're 10 percent away from your target. You can go take a deep breath, go in the bathroom real quick to do your trade or whatever you need to do. It, it, I'm I'm an honored to be part of this. It's something that's really cool. And it's it's uh, something that I'm a soul person. I feel it in my soul. I've been saying this from the beginning. Merlin is going to be one of the largest companies in the world. I believe yeah. It. And coach, what's interesting was Merlin was inspired through the academy, right? Coming up through you where you talked the importance of having an exit strategy. And we all realized in the academy, like, oh, shit. We need to do this. And we created a tool to do it in the academy with a spreadsheet. And it was okay, but it wasn't perfect. And that's how the idea of Merlin the app was born. So uh, very, thank you. A special thank you to you and everyone there. The academy is uh, such a powerful, powerful place, folks. But uh, we'll continue. Oh, by the way, so there's a link below. Get on the wait list. You'll get a, three, a free 30-day notice or trial. So you'll want to sign up for that now right below the video. You can hop into that. With that said, we'll continue to move on to our top story of the day, folks. It's why you're all here. 424 people. Do me a favor. Take that elbow. Give it a warrior. Smash that like button. A couple hit one, two, three times. Smash that song, bitch, so people can watch this show. We've got XRP relisted today, folks, on one major exchange. The Ripple CEO is optimistic. Let's hop into which exchange that was. So we all know that the XRP prices crashed. Um, in 2020 of December, when the news came out that they were being sued, it was unfortunate that it happened right before probably one of the greatest bull runs we saw in crypto. And XRP, unfortunately, and Ripple did not get to partake much in that. It was kind of suppressed. We did see about a $2 pump up to about $2, but we didn't get higher than that. But today we are learning that XRP was just relisted on BitMart, which does operate. Uh, I know U.S. users can actually use exchange. 
So the trading activity on XRP BitMart has already reached over $600,000, folks, in just a few hours since it's been relisted. Uh, BitMart reinstated XRP trading after delisted it in the summer of 2021 due to obviously the SEC lawsuit. And we did see that, you know, BitMart is within the top 20 crypto exchanges in the world. So this is significant, um, Jackie, here that the fact that we've got XRP being relisted, what does it mean to you that now people can buy it again on another exchange? Um, I, it's exciting. It's super exciting. This is something that we've talked about. You'll start seeing it relisted on exchanges. If once we, you know, come closer to an end with, with the case, um, if we start seeing, you know, more and more exchanges relist that then we obviously, we know there's going to be something coming. Um, I was just looking up on coin market cap. Um, I guess according to trading volume or yeah, let's see. It's number 22 on exchange list. So not, not bad. Um, it's yeah. probably like an average exchange as far as what people, what people use, but that is exciting. You know, um, 22 is not bad and, and yeah, it's good. Good to see. Yeah. And coach, how are you feeling here that one of our beloved XRP is now open up on another exchange without any news that came out yet? Yeah, I think it's great. I think we're going to 2023, I think Brad Garlinghouse kind of hinting out there. He's like 20. He sent the, the tweet out to the um, the Congress and he was like, hey, listen, guys, I think I think we're going to see something happen this year. I think we all know it's going to happen this year. And when it does happen, it's going to be wild and all the exchanges are going to relist it and it's just going to go absolutely bonkers. But um, I think it's cool. I think it's cool to see that show some confidence. Um, I, I, what would be cool to know where their confidence is coming from, obviously. Right. So it's like that's one one great thing I want to share with you guys as you go into 2023 and 2024. We've always shared this with you guys. Like, don't take our word for it. Learn how to develop discernment. Right. Don't invest in something because any of us say that align yourself with principles, guys, have principles for yourself and go through a principle process to make a decision. Right. So I, I can I just say this real quick? Sorry, I don't mean to jump in, but I, I think it's so important. I want to get this out today is that you want to have principles. So my principles are integrity, honesty, and uncompromised beliefs for the company for, and this goes into my investments for my family, it's peace, freedom, and family structure. So if anything, including an investment, I go through a decision process now. So if I make an investment in something or someone offers me money for a company, I will ask myself, is it integrity and honesty? And can I verify that? If I can't verify it, hard no. Okay. Then I look at my family structure, peace, freedom, and um, a family structure. So I leave it to every day to be with my family. If it disrupts my peace, even if you're giving me $10 million, absolutely hard no it disrupts my peace and my family structure if you do that these are things i've learned from ray dalio all these things that i'm reading and all the structure and intelligent investor if you have principles you won't get wrecked if you diversify properly because you'll look at things and people will come to you and say dude there's this hot project coming up you got to get into it you got to get into it and it's like you have to say okay cool what's the name of it let me go through my principles and then you'll probably say no 99% of the time. And so I have no idea why I just brought that up. It has to do with the exchanges, but there's some sort of like they know something, right? They're obviously if they if they're a well-run company, they went through a decision model to make that decision. So they either know that there's it's either they're taking a big risk and they're trying to get that XRP onto their exchange. So, you know, that could be a huge risk to them or they know something's coming. Coach, I love that. That's beautiful, right? I think, A, number one, diversity is important. And number two, having principles of life to guide you in your decision-making is so, so crucial. And a lot of people don't do it. They just wing it. They do, And that's how they end up in this mess. So thank you for sharing that. And, guys, this is the kind of stuff when you join the 3D Academy, you get access to Coach JV, 
to the whole entire team to be able to talk and hear, you know, it's all about like hearing these ideas that get programmed into your mind. And when you're surrounded by good people like that, you tend to learn and you, you, you learn these ideas and they share and you incorporate them into your life. So coach, I love and appreciate you for sharing those kinds of things. And again, I learned something new every time we talk. So it's freaking fantastic for sharing those ideas. Um, so with that said, we'll talk about a couple of attorneys here mentioned that in XRP, what could happen if they win the case? Let's hop into this article. So here they talk about um, investors and XRP are interested in knowing what the future can hold for the cryptocurrency with the ongoing lawsuit. Should they win it? Hops in here and says, so uh, David Reich, attorney and CEO of Legal Advice, Reichner told Finbold that the other nation's regular, regular, uh, <laughs> regulars have ruled that crypto cannot be regarded as a security if there is no issuer. So his thoughts are Ripple will likely prevail against the SEC claim um, that Ripple must register its token as a security. Ripple has long held that investors have no investment contract and that offers anybody any rights. Reichner notes favorable conclusions would be, so basically this would actually, he says, if this ruling happens, it would benefit the entire crypto space because it would be, it is necessary to offer clarity and confidence for the entire industry. So now people would assume that, okay, if Ripple didn't have to register, neither would, would the other folks, Jackie. Andrew Pickett, he's a lead trial attorney at the Andrew Pickett Law Firm. His thoughts were, if Ripple is successful in their lawsuit, it can help solidify XRP's legality in the U.S., which then would benefit its price. And so uh, an important precedent there applicable to the cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, especially leading financial firms. He says, this could open up the cryptocurrency industry to more mainstream investors and businesses, Jackie, that would have been previously cautious of entering into this space. So what's your thoughts here? Do you agree with some of these rulings, interpretations from these attorneys that if Ripple wins, we would see price appreciation, we would see industry clarity, or or would this be specifically just for XRP? No, I think we would see both of those things that you mentioned. Um, it. And again, like I said yesterday, kind of it depends on the timing as far as price appreciation. Um, but if you're an investment into, I mean, if you have a plan to invest into XRP, um, into the company Ripple, you know, you you shouldn't, with a company like this, the technology that they're working on, you shouldn't be looking to just jump in then jump out um, because this will provide a lot of regulation for a lot of um, cryptocurrencies in the future. And so, you know, if this one st sets a standard, um, in my opinion, it'll be it'll be a pretty big thing. So really excited to see where we come to with a final conclusion to this. But I did want to mention um, that exchange that got I know this is a little bit on a tangent, but the exchange that got uh, that relisted XRP, the accepted fiats are um, US dollar and euro and one of and I think it has some uh company business in the United States. So I thought that was pretty interesting that they do have um, some, let's see, what was it? Yeah, that they do have some roots here in the U.S., even with the with the um, SEC case going on. So kind of interesting what's going on right now. We'll see. Yeah, the reason why I felt that article was actually relevant and probably wouldn't even use it if it wasn't was when I first looked a bit smart. A lot of exchanges, believe it or not, you can't use in the U.S., there's a ton of exchanges as we're putting Merlin together. I'm like, wow, I can't use this one. Can't use that one. Can't. And Bismarck's like, whoa, this one doesn't block U.S. users. So this is significant that you've got an exchange 
that is tied to the U.S., where we know the U.S. is very, you know, picky. And Gary already said in 2023, I'm coming after exchanges. So this is a ballsy move. And, and I think it's something that Coach touched on earlier. What does BitSmart know that we don't know? That is true. As Mark Yusko says on this show, the question is usually more important than the answer. Would love to know that, but um, that is the question. But talking about here, if they should win, Coach, XRP price predictions, everybody's favorite topic. I'm going to put you on the spot. But I will say here, uh, that they, in this case, they talk about how high could it go if they win. Analysts expect prices to rise slowly before the lawsuit resolution to about $50 or $60. We've been saying that on this show. You will see the price move before the news comes out. And then they think that it will at least double to reach about a dollar after the resolution. What's your thoughts there, Coach? Do you agree that? A dollar is about as high as we'll see after the lawsuit. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Because it's just there's just going to be a pump based on the the media, right? Just the news and the hype and all that stuff. And the mar it, there's it makes no sense for it to keep going up. It's just the market's not it won't support it. It's it's still going to follow the same market cycle, the four year cycle, and all that stuff with with altcoins, Bitcoin doing the halving and all that stuff. So I, that's why I really encourage people to be a long term holder, fundamental investor, right? If it shoots up to a dollar, I'm not. I'm not going to sell. It doesn't even it doesn't even make any sense. I'm just going to hold long term. So um, I'm waiting for the institutional adoption. I think the great news about that is I'm please everybody read Intelligent Investor. Please read Intelligent Investor. I'll say it one more time. Please go read Intelligent Investor and read it over and over again to keep yourself calm. Bear markets are where you get wealthy, right? I, I really don't want it to pop off the top. I just want it to go up and then come back down so we can continue to buy more. And then when the institutional adoption comes in, the, it's going to be the next Google, Amazon, Apple. I have confidence saying that. It's such a well-run company. Trust me, we know it's a well-run company. <laughs> it is so well-run. They are so smart. They're so strategic. They don't need to pay influencers to pump their cryptocurrency. They are an intrinsic value company. Like, like, that's why I'm, I'm trying to encourage people like the TikTokers and YouTubers and all that stuff. Like, you shouldn't be taking your advice from me, a YouTuber. You should be understanding intelligent investing and doing your investing like that. Billionaires aren't uh, millionaires. Multimillionaires aren't watching YouTube to get their investment advice. So I'm just trying to give you guys that. I'm not saying discount what we're saying. What I'm saying is understand the billionaires and millionaires are operating completely different than most people on YouTube and TikTok. They're sitting back. They're buying right now. Kathy Woods is accumulating. BlackRock is accumulating. Therefore, you should be accumulating, not financial advice. Watch what the So if you guys saw the World Economic Forum, what they put, they literally took our language we've been saying for two years and they said, don't do what the banks say, do what they do. They put that. It's on, it's on my YouTube video. I think it was Monday or Tuesday. It's on World Economic Forum, January 2nd, 2023. They said, don't do what the uh, they said financial institutions do. Don't do what they say, do what they do. OK, they are accumulating gold. Right now, they are accumulating crypto. They're getting set up to custody crypto, I promise you. So I'm just, uh, yeah, it's just something that I think there's just going to be a small pump. Um, yeah, and I, I think it's just going to follow the market cycle. I really do. Yeah, and Coach, you say it all the time. We, we always repeat it on this show. Don't do what the big boys say. You do what they do. We just showed you examples. Kathy's buying coin. BlackRock's buying. Everybody's living about gold. You can see the things. You know, everybody talks about it. gold, silver, and crypto, guys. <laughs> you want to diversification is the best, and certainly that's what we're looking to do. Uh, so certainly you want to continue to do that. We did get a question here on Merlin, guys. No, you cannot invest directly in Merlin. We we don't. We if we do open up a pri uh, a public funding round, we will let you know. But right now, uh, the best way to invest in it will be click on the link below, and you can you can get on the wait list and actually use the tool. Uh, but to continue on here, uh, tones. 
They basically said in the final ruling, however, notably, if if the regulator, in this case, the SEC, is successful in winning the case, it might have very, very negative repercussions for XRP, its investors, and the entire crypto sector because regulatory body would have the authority now to go levy fines on anybody and everybody, including Ripple Labs, and demand that they have to register as a security. And registering as a security would then limit its ability so, Tones, how detrimental do you think it would be to the crypto space if we do see the SEC winning this XRP case? Oh, it could be it could spell disaster for the crypto market because uh, it would be really difficult to get coins out there. It would be kind of hard. So I feel like that if this if SEC really wins, this is going to be really, really bad. But I feel like the two important things to pay attention here is a who wins the case and when they win the case because if this happens in a bear market we're not going if that if xrp wins the case in a bear market we're not going to see a crazy uh price increase because we're in a bear market however if this happens in a bull market we could potentially see like a crazy 10x or something so i i really think that it's worth paying attention to and see who who will win now in my honest opinion, I don't think SEC will that SEC will win. But of course, do your own research. And that is the big question, Tones. Who will win? We're going to hopefully find out in the next few months. I do want to just say one last thing. Great question here. Silver and crypto. Okay, Ivan, you've got it, but you're wondering where to get that gold. Again, another reason to join the 3T Academy. Within the Academy, we've got contacts, coaches set up where you can people who actually can where you can buy gold from trusted sources that we have there again so much in the academy so you're going to want to come and check that out but with that said as we're talking about xrp and where it's going we know one of the things that ripple has done is expand their usage not uh, beyond just cross border payments and they're also looking to get into the nft space and when you look at that there is one exciting project that we want to share with you so we're going to get that party started Oh my god, I just want to run through a wall when I hear that theme again. I'm so pumped up. Oh man, whoever made that's fantastic. Oh my god, I'm gonna get a concussion though. So that is so exciting, folks. We have now uh the battle. Our battle though is not against anybody, it's against our own consciousness. In four days, 12 hours, zero minutes, and 51 seconds. You are gonna be able to be an XRP king and queen. And with that said, Jackie, I'm gonna kick it over to you to tell our audience a little bit about this project that's coming and why we're so super excited about it. Um, yeah, I'll be short because then I want to kick it to Coach JV. Um, but yeah, this project is definitely, you know, inspired by inspired by our team and inspired by our family, our community, um, the Warrior Academy, the 3T Warrior Academy. Um, you know, Coach JV started it all with uh, helping people see the divinity within themselves. And, you know, we as a team, uh, caught on to his vision and and we hope to be able to give that vision and spread that vision across you know across the globe honestly um you know starting with starting with our academy and branching outward so we hope to be able to do that you know through in-person events but also through through virtual events and um the metaverse you know coming down the line so we hope to be able to just spread our message you help people see that who they are and they have all the answers within themselves 
Yes, very exciting here. And we've got the roadmap. We've got the team. Coach, I'm going to kick it over to you to talk about the project and the yeah. light paper here as well. But the floor is yours, my friend. Absolutely. As you can see, we do everything opposite of the 99%, right? So it's a bear market. NFTs are getting smashed. All these influencers are getting po po pulled, put out for rug pulls and stuff like that. But we go hard when it's right. Not when the market's doing something, not when other people are doing something. We're launching X Royalty because it's an extension of our company. That's the way that I look at it. X Royalty is an extension of our company growing into the metaverse. And I always say, God always says, give them what they want and show them what they need. I'm just going to be brutally honest with you guys right now. Okay. When I went into cryptocurrency, I started to learn this very uh, amazing asset class. And I pray a lot. And God was like, show them what they want, give them what they need. So we had over 5,000 warriors come into the, to the academy for crypto. And nobody talks about crypto when we get in there. Why is that? Because it's a battle against consciousness. It's not a battle against anybody. Cryptocurrency is just an asset class that's going to allow you to access funds to change the ecosystem as you move forward, right? So we have to stop looking at crypto and real estate and all this stuff. And you have to ask yourself, who is internally inside? Who are you, right? And that's what X Royalty is all about. That's what the 3T Warrior Academy is all about. This is a long-term hold. This isn't something where we're guaranteeing, you know, all this interest and all that stuff. This is a project where you're buying into an extension of our company. We're going into the metaverse. God always tells me, give them what they want, show them what they need. People are going to come in for the metaverse experience, and they're going to find a community of people, like-minded individuals, rising up into their higher consciousness for me it's a belief system in god and christ and whatever you believe in i believe but i'll tell you what with over five thousand warriors worldwide going through the academy this project is going to be something you're going to want to hold long term i promise you that i will work harder than any other individual the rest of my life to bring love and peace to every single human being on this earth and that's what this project represents i will be driving myself to be the most ethical, the most honest, and the most closest walk to, to Christ conscious as I can. And that's what this project embodies. As Jackie said, I didn't just start this. It came with an idea that attracted the people who are here right now. We are all frequency that came into alignment, and we are about to change the world. And I will say this on this video on whatever date it is, January 6, 2023. This will be written in history books and everything I have said on videos and everything I have written down and everything I have on my board and everything I have on my vision boards has come true because what you believe in your heart, you think in your mind will eventually become your words and become your reality. If you can see it in your mind, eventually you can hold it right here in your hands. What you as a human being, spiritual being, having a human experience repeatedly do gets ingrained in your subconscious mind. What gets ingrained in your subconscious mind becomes an unconscious activity. X royalty was meant to be here. It found us. We didn't find it. So I'm very, very grateful for the whole team. This is a team effort. It's all of you guys watching this channel as well. We couldn't do this without out any of you. And so I'm very, very thankful. So I don't want you to think of this as an NFT project. I want you to think of this as history, a part of history. When you hold that NFT, you're part of something that is going to absolutely change the world. And I, and I believe that in my heart of hearts because everything I believe in my heart comes true. And you all know you're the greatest of all time. So I don't want you to look at this as an NFT project. I want you to look at this buying a piece of history and holding on to that history and going into the future with us. And coach, you know, it was so well said when you think about buying a piece of history, it's, it's it also 
a lot about this project and, and, and being part of the academy, right? It gets you to be part of it. There's utility involved as well that really goes you know, this gamification, the meta academy. So many things come in to help improve people's lives, right? Being able to drive into it. And you you don't see that with a lot of other projects. And that's why I view this with so much different. I mean, look at the tier system here. Within the tier system, you get to choose where you want to be within this community, within this moment of history that people are forming, whether it's tier one, getting, you know, access to a conference or tier two, you know, getting exclusive whitelist or tier three, becoming a lifetime member of the Academy for life or shoot tier four, you get to be on the show. Potentially there's so many benefits here. Tier six, spending a week with, with coaching, getting to see what life is all about. That's, what's really exciting at the end of the day, guys, you're, you're not, you know, it's not just, you buy a picture and you, know, you own the picture and that's it. It has so much more meaning behind it, being part of the community, being part of the academy. So, folks, um, you know, there's there's four days, 11 hours, 54 minutes left to become an XRP king and queen and own a piece of history. Don't miss out on it, guys. This is really, really super exciting. And, um, you know, Tones, as an NFT uh, in this space, I'm going to give it up to you to any last words. Yeah, I mean, it's really exciting. It, it, if just by looking at the tier system, you can see already that they really put thought into it. And then on top of that, this NFT, it's not going to go anywhere. And what I mean by that is in the future, there's going to be raffles and stuff, and you're still getting use case out of it. This NFT will always have a long-term, life-term use. And most NFTs that we see this day and age, they don't have this. So this is a really cool use and really cool utility for an NFT. And I think more NFTs are going to go this route. So I'm really excited to be a part of this. And I, I really think that this is going to be really big. Yeah. Can I say something about what I, tone's so, so spot on? It's like, this is the future of companies, guys. If people could really grasp what we're doing with this project and what Collecti did with this project and the team here did with this project is that we're revolutionizing how businesses are going to operate. This is how businesses are going to operate, right? And then, then there's going to be new things like governance coming in. So there's a lot of things coming down the pipeline where you can build governance into your projects on, on, on different, whatever it's Ethereum or XRPL, whatever you're doing it, where you can have the full governance. And that's what the big businesses are scared of. We're not going to need the third parties. We can do our own governance. We can build our own structures. We can build our own systems and processes. And that's what I'm most excited about because I love forging. That, that's my human design. I'm a generator. I go forward. I build. I make mistakes. We come back. We teach. And we build safety. That's what we do. And so that's what this is all about. We're forging forward. We're going to make some mistakes. And that's one thing I'll promise from you guys from being the CEO, uh, the CEO of the company and these projects is that if we ever make a mistake, we're going to make it right. We will always be honest and open with our community on what's happening. Things are going awry, boom. First person you're going to see is my face telling you exactly what's going on. And that's what's missing in this space is integrity and honesty. And that's why we're running into these issues with FTX. We're running with all these problems because when shit goes awry, the CEO immediately should be in front of the camera saying, hey, listen, I don't know exactly what's going on. Something's going on. Here's how we're fixing it. Here's how we're going to mitigate it. So there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes where we're going to change the way that businesses operate. Businesses are going in the metaverse. You guys have to understand that. Walmart, everybody's going into the metaverse. And I, if you own a company, I was just talking to a real estate agent this morning. I said, you should be the first. Well, maybe there is already to be the first to do your showings in the metaverse. People don't even have to leave their house. They could walk into the home with their family, with their kids, touch 
feel, go around the thing, look at the backyard. They could do a sight on scene right there and you could be the fastest, most efficient real estate agent. So it's going to change the game. No question about it, Coast. Honesty and integrity is what's missing in this space. And that's what you get with the 3T Academy, guys. Click on the link below. XR Royalty is down there. Go go sign and go join up in our free Discord for this. It's right. There is a section for this area in there. You'll get notifications of when it's coming. And on the mint date, you'll, this website right here will change. So you can actually uh, purchase your, 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 uh, your NFT. It'll be in XRP, $500 worth, but you need to buy an XRP. Get your Zoom wallet set up ahead of time because I think these babies are going to sell fast. They're going to go all like hotcakes. So uh, with that said, folks, we are out of time. Unfortunately, it's been a great show. But uh, as always, I want to be. I want to thank Coach JV, NFT Tones, and the joyful one herself, Jack, for being part of the show today. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. And we always like to say, Warriors, rah! Get your shit together, baby. Let's go.